This is a podcast from Rover. Good morning, Melina. Hi. Hi, Melina. Hello, hello. Hi. Um, well, first off, we want to say thank you for chatting into us today and uh, and using our platform to speak about what is happening with Iran. And uh, I know how frustrating, well, I don't know, but I can imagine how frustrating it would be to have no access to media and media not talking about what is happening over there. So here is your platform. Mm-hmm. What is happening in Iran at the moment for the people that have had their head in the sand um, and don't know? Sure. Um, hey, thanks for having me. Um, yes. Oh, God. Sorry. Something just went wrong with my phone. Um, so essentially, yeah, so a woman called Masa Gina Amini was killed uh, for essentially showing part of her fringe. She was only 22. And because of this, um, lots of protests and um, like uprisings in Iran have started just kind of protesting the fact that something as as basic as showing a little bit of hair can like um, get someone killed in Iran by the morality police. So in Iran, they have pretty strict laws because they are ruled by an Islamic regime. Um, so they've got lots of strict laws against women, like they can't, you know, dress a certain way. They have to cover their hair. Um, they have to cover their whole body, can't wear any tight clothing. There's a whole list of things that women can't do there. And essentially, this poor 22-year-old girl, um, you know, she was visiting Tehran and she got taken into custody by the morality police. Um, morality police are like... Um, a vice squad that patrol the streets just mm. trying to mm. make sure that, um, you know, people are adhering wow. to the dress code and, you know, not, you know, going out of um, out of their way to kind of, like, go against the rules of how they should be acting and things like that mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, um, in public areas. So, yeah, they, they essentially took her into custody and she fell into a coma and it was allegedly because she got beaten so severely while she was in custody um, that she fell into a coma um, and died of a brain hemorrhage a few days later. So, so essentially the whole, yeah, the whole public is like, said, we've had enough. Mm-hmm. This isn't okay. Um, you can't keep killing people just for something as basic as that, you know, like what is a piece of hair that like it deserves the, somebody um, to lose their life. Somebody needs to get killed for it, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's, and so, so when you say there's an uprising, people are, are doing peaceful protests, I'm, uh, or I'm guessing they're wanting to do peaceful protests and they're turning violent. very violent. Mm. Yeah, so um, at the start it was pre- peaceful protests, but obviously because the Islamic regime is just so... Um, they, they crack down really hard on these things. Anything that goes against the government is essentially going against the word of, word of God because they're a theocratic regime, which is like um, they rule in the name of God. So if you go against them, you're going against God. And so they crack down horribly on these people. Mm. Um, you know, they pull out, you know, live ammunition, tear gas. Um, they've raided universities, so university students who have been protesting peacefully. Like, I mean, these people don't have anything. Mm. They don't have guns or weapons. They just have stones um, to even fend for themselves now that they're getting, you know, met with, like, bullets. People getting blinded and things like that. It's really, it's, like, um, it's horrible. Yeah. Beyond so um, imagination, yeah. We're about eight weeks into the protest now, is that right? And what's the kind of current state of things at the moment? 
Yeah, so um, it's been going on for around 68 days now. Um, so, uh, yeah, the death toll sitting at 381 from my understanding and that's including 57 um, deaths of children as well. Oh, my God. Um, oh, shucks. Yeah, 16,000 people have been arrested as well. Um, and so there was recently a... Um, uh, article kind of circulating around how uh, 15,000 people were up to be executed. Um, the thing, and it was it was uh, claimed to be a false statement or something like that. But essentially, these people who have been arrested because they've gone against the word um, of like the law, which is essentially the word of God. Um, that's that's punishable by death. And so these people essentially have a very high risk of being faced um, with execution. Um, it hasn't happened. They haven't all been sentenced. A few of them have been. Mm. But, um, yeah, a lot of them are up to, um, you know, are in risk of that, which is why it's really important that we, you know, don't lose um, don't lose our sights on what's going on and, um, yeah, just keep the traction going. Yeah. So I, uh, I can only imagine how brave these people have to be knowing that if they get arrested, they are up for potential execution to stand up for their own rights, their children's rights, their sister's rights, their mum's rights, whoever. I can't even fathom how brave you have to be to step outside that door and know you you have a high chance of this happening to you. Um, what, what What are the protests for? What do they want? Do they want the laws changed? Um. So at this point, a reform of the government is too late. Um, they definitely don't want, um, you know, like the Islamic regime to just be like, oh, we'll, we'll kind of um, take it easy on a couple of these laws. It's too late for that mm-hmm. because there's so many things wrong with the system that mm-hmm. they just want it gone altogether. Mm-hmm. So they want a regime change. They want a democracy. Um, they don't want, you know, um, like a half-assed um kind of like approach where they're just like okay well now women can you know um have the hair out and mm. that's it you know mm-hmm. like there's so many other issues yeah, um of you, mm-hmm. it's like a yeah it's a very deep rabbit hole of just problems that this regime has brought to iran and the iranian people um so they just want it gone altogether and what can we do as the person listening to you right now? What can we do to make a difference here in New Zealand? Uh, we are very far away. It is very easy to turn a blind eye uh, when it doesn't feel yeah. very real. It feels like you're watching a movie when you see this footage. Yeah. So what can we do to make a difference as New Zealanders? Sure. Um, yeah, I totally understand. I think um, there's been a lot of desensitization towards, yes. you know, matters mm. in the Middle East, you know, like yep. every other day you hear like things going on in Syria or Yemen or, mm-hmm. you know, um, Iraq. There's so many different problems there. But I think this one's really important because it's it's setting an example. Um, we need to make sure that we, we kind of support these people. They don't actually have any internet access. So usually like social media is blocked there anyway, mm. but people use VPNs to kind of um, get around that. But even now, because they fully, they've even cracked down even more on that. So they don't have any access to like any social media or messaging, um, messaging apps to get their word out and what's going on because obviously the regime doesn't want anyone to know. 
Um, so it's really important that whenever we do see content coming out of Iran um, or information or, you know, new, new, um, new information coming out of there, it's really, really important to kind of share that. Um, if you're on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you might have, um, anything is already a huge help because these people don't have the means to do it themselves. So we kind of have to do it for them, right? Yeah. Um, if you see any petitions, I mean, like you can go out of your way to sign that. It won't take very long, but honestly, just sharing on social media is the biggest thing that you can do um, for like, you know, the average person. And that makes a difference, is it? Because I've, I've always said and wondered, like, what's, what is me sharing a story going to do to help? Mm. But um, that's a... That... Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think that like, oh, I don't know much about the situation or like, I don't want to share something I don't know a lot about or I don't want to come off as Islamophobic. I feel like a lot of people have like kind of... Um, reluctantly shared or just kind of refrain from sharing because they don't want to come off as Islamophobic. But this is not to do with religion at all. I think this is to do with abuse of power. Mm -hmm. And if you care about human rights anywhere in the world, you care about women's rights. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. You know, these are just normal people who just want a really basic, normal life. Like, you know, women can't even sing or dance in public over there. They can't ride bikes. You know, it's just real basic stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's just about, like, uh, getting that word out. Show that, show your support for these people. And I, I'm telling you, even sharing, like, a couple stories um, a week, like, it doesn't even be that much. Like, listen, that. Like, even if you show support, I know that Iranians in New Zealand already are extremely grateful for that. I, I remember, like, feeling so grateful whenever I see my friends sharing posts. I always like their stories. I'm like, I see you. Thank you. It really does mean a lot. And what about, I've seen a story, and I just want to see if you can clear this up for me. Should we not be putting mm-hmm. money to give a little? There are pages that I think are give a littles or like donate money where people think they can help. Is that a good or a mm-hmm. bad idea? Um, it's really important to see what the give a little or like the charity page is claiming to donate things to. So if they're saying, oh, we're sending this money to the families in Iran, that's probably not true because it's very difficult to transfer funds over there. Um, I think it's because of sanctions or something um, along those lines, but it's very difficult to um, send charitable funds there. Um, if there are um, give-a-littles give a that are more so about raising funds to um, continue like protesting or like, for example, in New Zealand and mm-hmm. Auckland and Wellington, they've, um, they've organized uh, charitable funds for um, paying for billboards mm. that mm-hmm. kind of advertise, you know, okay. woman, life, freedom and, you know, getting the word out to free Iran and things like that. Um, those things are really good because they support um, the movement, yeah. right? Um, but, yeah, so anything that's kind of like, oh, we're going to send this to Iran, like it's probably not they're probably going to put it in their pocket. That's very good to know. Wow. Very good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we appreciate your time, Melina. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Hey, thanks so much. I really appreciate um, you guys having me. No worries. Thanks, Melina. Bye.